everybody, welcome to Pockets Full of Hoop, the storytelling show. I'm your host, Jared Petty, and I'm joined, I'm happy to be joined today by a loving couple, newlywed, brought together in the in the bonds of bliss, Mrs. and Mr. Mr. and Mrs. How do you guys prefer it? Mr. and Mrs. Mr. Come and Mrs. On. We're staying oh, traditional. What? All right, don't worry. <laughs> she already did this thing where she took her last name as her middle name. So it's so confusing because everybody thinks it's going to be hyphenated, hyphenated, which is confusing. So it's not hyphenated. It's last no. name, middle name? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, last name, middle name. So you're a Miller. Technically, yeah. Well, I haven't done the... <laughs> I haven't done the the uh, official name change yet. Okay. Like we signed it on the wedding papers, but I haven't started Gone through the process. Yeah, the full administrative. So process. on the on the paper, what'd you write? Uh, it's right now it's Geneviève Saint Ange Miller. Okay. Oh, what's what's the what's the last name? Saint Ange. Saint Ange. Oh, it sounds lovely. I know. That's why I don't want to get rid of it. Uh, I wouldn't want to get rid of it either. Yeah. Miller. It was Miller. Too late. She got rid of it. She's Jen Miller now. She's Jen Miller now. Yeah. Jen Miller. Uh, Greg and Jen Miller. That's it. There you go. That's Greg and Jen Miller, as opposed to again your 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 Geneviève Saint Ange. Geneviève Saint Ange. Oh, that's way better. <laughs> why did you marry him? Because he's hilarious. Uh, oh, I've been. Is, is that the chief criterion? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the only reason. My no. good beautiful. looks. Thank you. Yeah. So you guys have made googly eyes at each other back and forth across the airwaves. Uh, I mean, this this relationship has not been something that really happened behind closed doors. The nature of you guys' lives, you, you live very public-facing lives. And so your romance has kind of, at least parts of it, opened up to an entire world of people. And that's not something that I think many human beings experience. And I'd love to know what that was like for both of you. I mean, for, for me, it's something I did very normally it's very integrated in my 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 regular life even before i met him mm -hmm. so just talking about everything and anything i mean beyond work of course that's kind of always off limits but okay. i always was kind of a public person and you were way more than i was sure but I, I, yeah. I know nine tenths of the reason we're together is because it was just great for social media. Oh, is that you what it is? I mean? okay. It gave me content. content. <laughs> it gave me some content to do, talk about. I got so things to talk about the podcast. Con By the way, who are you? We got her oh. name. I have no idea who you are. I'm Greg Miller. How are you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm People, returning to Pockets Full of Soup. You are excited. returning to Pockets Full of Soup. That you hosted, or you were the guest, pardon me, on our debut episode, Very first our episode. premiere. Right. Thanks to you, I have a show. No, you had the show before. You booked me after the fact. Well, you know, yeah, you know. but I, I had a show, but no one was watching. It. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, sure, so sure, thank sure, you for sure. that. No I appreciate problem. It. You, you I along with, with some other kind friends, made that happen. Yeah. I really appreciate it. It continues to stay. Uh, but I mean, yes. that's, part of the, that's part of the way I wooed her. That, yeah. that was how you wooed her? Yeah, yeah. that's actually whoa, the first whoa. video. So the biggest scandal about my relationship and how I met him is I knew who he was, but I would never watched Beyond or Up at Noon or kind of funny like my co like most of the people who follow me on twitter yeah so where, where, why did you know him where'd you know him from that i knew him because of the industry because we were friends with we have so many mutual friends okay. and i knew who greg miller was but i had solely a work perspective on him like so tall loud man exactly, yeah. exactly. Tall, yeah. tall loud american um and so the first video i ever watched of him was on your show and that was just in the week we started texting and I remember finishing the the show and then picking up picking up my phone and calling him. And you woke me up. I was yeah. I was you hiding. You called him after watching yeah, the show. Yeah, I was hiding in the the cloakroom at work, and I'm like, I just finished you're this crying. thing, and I was crying, and I'm like, you're the most beautiful human being I've ever seen. And I yeah. did not know this. Like, like this, this is new. This is not feigned. I just found this out. You called Greg after watching yeah. the video on our show. Yeah. So oh my gosh. kind of, I guess, thanks to you. <laughs> you really, I, I mean, it's it's the first 
exposure I had on. I, I mean, I knew a certain, a couple items of his personal life. Sure. But well, I, this I was such a great full. shortcut that my yeah. pockets full of soup because, like, you know, the cancer story is in depth and there's a lot to it. Yeah, and I was like, story. hey, this is like something that's very personal to me, and it's a you know one of the best ways I've told it. I think. Okay, so you're you're at home and you get your phone rings. And I'm asleep. Yeah. Yeah. There's the a French Canadian lady on right. the other end of the phone. Yeah. Calling you. You're a French Canadian. Right? Yes. Okay. So Correct. French Canadian lady on the other end of the phone that you have met before, or no, we were no? so yeah yeah. At this point, we had already started dating. Okay. This is after the first no, date, no? No, it's before. We had really? That doesn't make sense. No, I don't I, believe that for a second. You oh, wouldn't yeah. have told me that. Okay, I'm so. not getting... I, I, so, Jared. <laughs> I'm just going to choose to believe her. That's fine. Okay. You might remember Jared. Well, because no, don't worry. You don't. You don't have to choose. I'm gonna get there in one second. Oh, you're All gonna right. get the date. Of if the you video. remember, if you remember Jared, right. when we d finished pockets full of soup, and that was the first episode. I had no idea what it was. We finished the first episode. I, and when the beginning of it, I can I say? I'm like, can I say two people? You're like, no. Can only be one person. I'm like, oh, okay. Because I was gonna say Jen because I was like, I something's going on here and it's special, but it's super early. And I remember at the end of the day, you're like, all right, and he's like, so how are, you're like, how are you doing? Are you seeing anybody? I'm like, That's yeah, I am seeing somebody. Right. And you said, do I know her? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not talking about it yet. That's right. Mm. You wouldn't say her name and just said you were seeing somebody. Exactly. And, I, and the reason being, of course, is because I felt like it was going too well. It was one of those things that was going, this is going to blow up my face. This isn't going to work out. You know what I mean? Like it's all where I'm riding on such a great uh, streak right now with her. That clearly this is gonna blow up my face and it'll never work out. We both so, have the same feeling, honestly. At that point, you just thought this is doomed, like there. Well, it's just you never see something go so well. <laughs> There's always something that's gonna go wrong. And and when I first started in talking with him or texting, I'm like, if it doesn't work out, we're gonna be great friends. At the mm -hmm. end of the day, we have the same sense of humor. We have the same friends. It can only end okay yeah but he's probably the most busy man out there and so i my expectations were not super high of him sticking with me <laughs> but it but he turned out uh him sticking with that what about you sticking with him what you, what, what what did you like about this guy oh my god well, i mean yeah. real quick here again just to make my point because this is what marriage is about <laughs> is being right to be I right did. no i just wanted you to know when was our first date uh, july, july 12th all right i and now back to my point of when i didn't want to talk to you about it because yeah. i was afraid of ruining a good thing I knew she was so special, but was always ready for the other shoe to drop that I want. I took screen caps of our text messages when we first started <laughs> dating because they were so sweet. And it, I, no one's ever talked to me or loved me this way. You know what I mean? Even though we weren't saying I love yet. On August 2nd. Oh, my gosh. Okay, you, you after mean. waking me up, you sent me a message at 841 in the morning that was, oh, my God, baby, you're making me tear up at work. You are such Aww. a beautiful, amazing human being, and I want to hold you so tight. <laughs> I am legitimately blown away by you, and it continues to go on like this. And this I, is the whole I think thing. I'm yeah. a little in love right oh. now. Yeah, that's right, so, right, that's right. So kind. Yeah. So, uh, you guys have talked on, okay, you know, you, you have the, the, the kind of funny mega network out there. That again, you, content. You, and, yeah, again, content. <laughs> this is all and for you guys content. have talked a lot about your relationship there. So I, I don't want to retread too much ground sure. that you guys have been over already. But at the same time, Pockets Full Soup show about grounded positivity. And a different and this, show, too. Yeah, and a different show and the story. That, that that make us who we are. But you've talked so much about beauty. Pa part of grounded positivity is uh, what disgusts you about one another? I'm just curious. Disgusts? Oh. Yeah, what's gross? What's gross about this guy? That's the one. Oh, about me. Yeah, what's gross about Greg? What's disgusting? <laughs> you love him so much. And part of love is loving people despite what drives what you crazy about them. What is gross about you? Is there anything that's just, just like, oh my gosh, that drives me nuts? What what about Greg? Go, go for it. What do you got? You got Does something? Have go for body it. Hair go for it. Oh yeah, no. but everybody knows that. No, you're fine. I've seen one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Oh, that's gross. What's I mean, the sneezing thing is adorable. Okay. I'm still not sick of it. What is the sneezing thing? He sneezes a minimum of four times every time. I'm a multiple loud sneezer. You're a multiple yeah. sneezer. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, also yeah. a multiple sneezer. Oh yeah. 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 I have I have a similar affliction. Yeah. Absolutely. Where does you, that come from? You get from? real loud with it. It comes from my mom's <laughs> yeah. side. Yeah, my mom yeah, sneezes I mean, just, the exact same way as I do. Yeah, and there's a cadence between them. Like yep. they're all the same like timing between each one. Yep. I don't know where that comes yeah, from. Yeah, it's got a weird thing. My dad sneezes in the sunlight. It's strange. Like if my dad's oh, like he's one of those guys who looks at the sun and starts sneezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah really I've heard of those people. I've heard of those but people. But what, what, what's? I mean, I know Greg. I know there are many disgusting things about exactly. him. I just wonder the ones you want to point out. <laughs> what disgusting things? I don't. Uh, maybe it's. I don't know. No, it's so cute. Hey, you got something. Yeah, you got yeah. something. Stop tiptoeing. Pull out right through it. What is it? Yeah. It's nothing. Like you make me a better person in anything Aww. we do. We just moved moved in together, yeah. and any everything has been so great and everything he does makes me want to get better because mm -hmm. right now I'm just on vacation and I'm literally not doing anything and he's working super hard and it makes me self-conscious about not doing anything like guilty a little bit so oh. I keep working more and more and more except today yeah. I didn't do anything yeah, today sure. is he workaholic yes yeah yeah so she though. but I am too so, too. so this, granted she's, un <laughs> she's unemployed right now yeah. Yeah. okay so that must be, what's it like being an unemployed workaholic it is so weird and eerie but it's only been what two weeks and a half three weeks almost no, yeah almost three weeks yeah sure. three weeks tomorrow okay so i still i still feel like on, i'm on vacation mm -hmm. but i constantly look at my personal email as if it was my professional email like i'm really re refreshing everything at least 20 times a day and i feel like Just i have work constantly that's coming. constantly constantly yeah. so I'm, it is out there yeah, yeah okay. it's always at the back of my mind and i'm i mean i mean i have things in mind for the future, but it's weird. What about you, Miller? About the about this wonderful human being that you've chosen to spend the rest what of your life with? What disgusts me Or at least drives you crazy. Disgusts me. No, I mean, that's the thing is it's a cop-out answer, but there really isn't anything, which okay. is that thing I think that it, we, I knew it was yeah. something special. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you have people in your lives and you're like, well, this is great. And, you know, like there was no like, oh, this, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And living together even like it's... I mean, she, I've always said that, you know, one of the reasons I knew it was different and why I knew this is how it was going to end up anyway was the fact that she gave me perspective. You know what I mean? And the fact that she could stop me from being a workaholic. Mm -hmm. And she could have said, like, I'm never going to be able to move to San Francisco. You need to move to Montreal. And I would have said, okay. And we would have yeah. done that immediately. But yeah. it is that thing of, like, no, nothing drives me crazy about her. I don't think anything's disgusting about her. That's I knew so we, I knew we had something incredibly special yeah. when, you know, I think one of the first times we she ever spent the night or whatever, we had to have the conversation. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna go to the bathroom. She's like, are you going to go caca? <laughs> I'm like, you, is that, is that, was, that means poop to you, right? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, like, don't listen. She's like, I'll put on some music. I'm like, all right, fine. Uh -huh. And then, like, that's been the theme of our relationship. <laughs> and, and, uh, everywhere we go, like, you go to these hotels with these, like, tiny-ass doors. She's like, I'm going to go caca. You need to listen. So I'm like, all right, cool. So you, you haven't listened to something? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, some background on my... <laughs> My poop life. Yeah, what's your yeah. poop life? In life? my family, it's it's a running joke. I'm always <laughs> talking about pooping. Like I'm that person in the family. You're the poop person. I'm the poop person. I'm right. always calling out my family members when they go to the bathroom or like, are you going to gonna poop? You just just doing this to, to yeah, like cause I, them to be self conscious and exactly. afraid, or are you just genuinely no, curious? No, it, I just it, it kind of loosens up the. the, the <laughs> Pardon the yeah. metaphor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm always telling anybody when. I'm going to the bathroom. Okay. Well, my favorite is when we're out at like a nice restaurant or a party or with our friends or whatever, and she'll just come up all sexy into my ears, be like, "I just caca." How and often I, does this happen? Uh, she cacas a lot. 
Yeah, so do I. So this is a a scatologically humorous relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And that's the thing. See, I've been married for almost 16 years. (laughs) I I still can't even think about my spouse pooping. Oh, yeah? Oh, no, I can't do it. I have a poop problem. Like, I'm terrified of poop. Yeah, like... Like if I if I see human feces, my general response is to, to like vomit. Oh wow! Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm really bad about yeah. that. So wow. We haven't gotten to the point where I'm calling him in to no. look at it. Yeah, okay. we're not doing that. No, no we're not no, gonna no, do that. No. Yeah. Wait, you said we haven't gotten to the point. I is mean, that, unless is that a relationship it's goal? really humongous, <laughs> I don't think I would. <laughs> There we go. Pockets full of soup. The story about the poop you love. Yeah, there yeah. we are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was a big thing for me because I'm always self-conscious about my pooping. Are you, you know self-conscious about your poop? Yeah, 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 totally. Because it's one of those I always talk about. You know what I mean? If for as loud as I am vocally, oh I God. am that loud anally. <laughs> okay. If I'm pooping or if I'm farting, like there's that thing where she, one time she was like, "Oh, you just you were in there." And I, she started laughing. I'm like, "What?" And we left her and we did something else. She's like, "Oh, you farted." And then I'm like, "No, I didn't." She's like, I, "I felt." I'm like, "That was my phone." And she's like, "Oh no, you farted." I'm like, "Honey, trust me." If I ever fart, you are going to hear it. You I, are des- know. I deserve this for using the word disgusting in, the, in the, an early question. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't expect us to go to butt stuff. Yeah. That was, <laughs> that was not where I thought this was going to go. Never a dull moment with the yeah, Millers. Not at all. Definitely yeah. not. Wow, the Millers. Is that just... Is for both of you? Is that odd or is it wonderful? It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Today yeah. she today she went to order some stuff off Amazon. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. She went to order some off Amazon. It's our first Amazon order at the new place. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Oh, you have the credit card. It has the you know security code. You need to go enter." And I was like, "All right, cool." So when I jumped in there and like the shipping address is just the Millers, and it's like, "Ah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Lovely." Yeah. yeah. So what is now? I mean, this has been a, this has been a long time coming. A long time coming together. Uh, obviously, you guys have seen it coming. For a while, I mean, uh, it was pretty immediate. Yeah, like we started dating, we knew. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where, and this is coming from a profound relationship skeptic. Mm-hmm. I never thought that type of relationship existed. My parents have been together for thirty years, thirty-one accordingly to my dad, but they were still arguing about that. My mom says the first year didn't count. <laughs> that's that's it. Can can you expound on that? I I I mean, I don't know yet what happened in that year. <laughs> Wow. I'm not sure I want to know. And they're not married. <laughs> no, they're not married. But that first year doesn't count. Yeah, apparently. That's fascinating. There's there's a story there. Yeah, I'm, I'm wow. going to dig into that. Oh, my goodness. My mom is great at keeping secrets. Yeah. She hid from us for 29 years that she hated eating fish. She just would eat it anyway, or would she yeah. just she like would pretend eat to eat it? it? To us she and would cook it? eat it and cook it. And then la- two years ago in the summer barbecue, she's like, man, I really hate fish. Wow. And we're like, Hold up. <laughs> Dark family secrets. So with the two of you, what's going to be, what's, what are you, what are your family secrets? What, what, what is your, what is your fish story? What are we going to hide from our kids? Yeah. Oh, each other? oh yeah. my gosh. I know. We're not going to tell your kids about. What are we not going to tell our kids? Yeah. What are you going to tell your kids about? What do you, what do you want to? Well, there's, what do I not want to tell the audience about? Well, that's Again, it's an interesting pickle. You are, there are very few human beings that are so publicly facing. Sure. So you already filter your stories through your audience. You're extremely transparent human beings. Mm. Yeah. But you've already decided what parts of your life you're going to share with, with your community, with your friends here. So I guess I do kind of put you in a difficult spot with that. Well, I mean, question. that was the whole thing, right? Is I mean, there was a big idea, like, there was a strong and long conversation between us. It was like, when were we going to talk about dating, right? Because yeah. we didn't do that right away. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, when we started that first day and leading up to it and stuff, we weren't tweeting about it talking about it right. it was like you were here on a press tour and you weren't telling the people you were with your devs and stuff yeah because i was happening. working and it, it was like oh yeah and then plus it's weird because the industry is so small right yeah. mm-hmm. so if we're going to d- try something and jump into something do we really want to say something and then it, you know fizzles out a month exactly later yeah. I, no you made a, a wonderful decision how did you reach that consensus that it was time i think it was it was well it was chicago yeah. and it was the fact that you know i had this whole plan jared <laughs> 
of how I was going to say I love you on this trip. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Why don't you tell this I love you story? I'd what? love to hear it. Why don't you tell oh, us sure. the plan? So leading into the trip, again, like we had had our first date. You know what I mean? We had had this lovely week together or whatever before she went back to Montreal. And, you know, we were texting nonstop and stuff. And this is after, you know, the, the, again, not to tread water. Yeah, I told the day before our first date, I texted Tim. I'm like, I want to marry Jen. Like, I've been texting this girl nonstop. She left and I just broke down. Like, when she went back to Montreal and this is after we, we didn't want to be in a long term relationship or a long distance relationship because we'd been in a long distance relationship. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then she landed and we were in a long distance relationship, just texting nonstop. Yeah. You know, not. So you immediately break the rule. Oh, well, we, exactly. we couldn't get away from There was no it. way not to. We couldn't not talk to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's what this is. That's how natural this relationship is. And so, leading into it, you know, we're having just text conversations nonstop and you're having those conversations of I can't believe this is going so well and what is this and do you feel this and not yeah of course oh my god blah 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 and there was a thing where she said something effective like yeah you know I'm just so worried that you're going to tell me one day that it was all a joke and you don't you don't like me oh wow because yeah. he was like this great public figure and like there has to be something wrong figure, right? you know he's probably dating 15 other women at the same time 15 but other women at the same no, time no, he was not, not that kind of guy <laughs> I don't have much energy I'm oh, tired oh, right 12, now 12 of the yeah, most exactly yeah. Exactly. Okay, there you go. exactly 12 of the most so, so coming into Chicago, yeah. the plan was for me, we were going to go, we were meeting in Chicago because it was in between us. We had this lovely weekend yeah. on the lake and then the Monday where we go to the airport, share a cab. And when I get to my terminal, get out and, you know, say, and by the way, you're right. I don't like you. I love you. And shut the door and walk in and feel like okay. a badass. And not give her the chance to say, oh, you're moving too fast. I you know what I mean? It's like just this real romantic movie bullshit moment. Okay. And so instead what happened is we met at the airport. We got in a cab. We got to the hotel. We went up to our room, shut the door. She walked in in front of me and then basically turns around and just goes, I love you. Oh. And I'm like, no, you can't oh. do that. I had a plan. She God damn it. You. She fucking tricked I me did. and got there you first. Did. So did what was that like? Why'd you decide to do it? I'm so bad at uh, any, yeah, secrets. I can't physically lie. Oh. So you'll see it in my face. If I try to surprise him with something, I can't. I need to tell him. She'll, like, she's the, she is the person that literally is, I got you, I got you a surprise. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. What is it? She's like, I can't tell you. I don't, I'm not going to, it's going to be there in four days. You're going to be so excited. I'm like, what, what is it? Eventually she'll break down. She's I get too excited. You? I'm a very exci- excitable person. Yep. And so I just, I'm like, oh, you're going to be so happy. I got to tell you. And then I, I, I ruin it. That's so adorable. Uh, I'm so, like, yeah. So I'm, I'm really bad at one. I, I used to, I'm so much better now. I, but everything that is kind of relationship boundary, not boundaries, but like roles. Mm-hmm. And so I, I went on a date with this guy and I walk into this hotel room for the second weekend of dates planned. Oh, me. I'm the guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You. Just making sure I understood who you're talking about. I thought you were going somewhere with the story. No, and I'm like, oh my god, like I, it's happening. But I knew that on the first date, and I walked in. I'm like, oh, it's it's gotta come out. I'm so clumsy with words. Uh, whatever. Mm -hmm. I love you. (laughs) And so yeah. So I want to ask you something. I we I've had fun bouncing around with silly stuff, but there's something wonderful here that I do want to talk about. You guys have talked several times here and other places. Uh, You've used the word natural Mm -hmm. about your love. Mm -hmm. It's something that just seems to have just been there almost like it was almost like it existed before and you found it yeah um can you describe what that is what what the quality of that love is how that came to be what it is what is it about that that makes it so distinctive how did you become aware of it but if you also if you, if you could describe it hmm. what wow. is it like mm, i think it would the best example i always give anyone is none of it ever seemed crazy like everything we did even though we started dating and fell in love immediately and planned all those 
massive life changes immediately none of them ever seems crazy mm. when we went to try engagement rings for the first time we were both like all right let's do this and we had no idea what was happening yeah there was none yet yeah was I, was happening. Just, I was just looking there i was like okay um but we went in and we we were so confused at everything but we still did it and then we walked out and we went to olive garden Okay, I, the fact that it ends with Olive Garden. <laughs> she had never been. Like, on our first date, she oh, was like, right. she's like, I've never been to an Olive Garden. I really want to go. And I'm like, no, you do not. Mm -hmm. No, you do not really it. want to go to yeah. the Olive Garden. Yeah. She's like, no, I do. I still need to go to Red Lobster. Um, you don't. That's what I keep telling you. <laughs> Red Lobster's got the cheese biscuits. Yeah, yeah. I'll, well, and that was, that's the argument, right? Of like, well, Olive Garden's got endless soup and salad and breadsticks. And like, yeah. I, don't know. Olive, yeah, I don't know. I tried it. So we had this uh, IGN lunch yep. club. Uh -huh. And uh, we'd go every now and then together to chain restaurants like Olive Garden. I love that. Uh, I want to do that. Oh, we should do that I again. I went to Taco Bell for the first time last year. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Now, that's interesting what did you think of taco bell it was it was great i it, loved it that's right because you don't have taco bell in canada we have one <gasps> in outside of montreal one I outside think. of montreal yeah okay but then i was driving on my way to pax east and the the boston t-shirt it's the boston shirt okay um which is, was not planned for okay. <laughs> but um, just for this story yeah. i wore this just for this story i wore this shirt. i knew i the could taco get the conversation bell story, i knew it was coming up but no, we were driving down. It's a six-hour drive from Montreal, and I had to stop. I had to do it. And so it, mm. it was okay? It was great. Yeah? yeah. Oh, great. I, was, you, I loved order? it. The, back then, it was a chalupa, and then the, not the tacos that are also Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> My wife was from a town in Kentucky that was so small. A Taco Bell opened when she was in, I think, uh, middle school or high school. Yeah. And the town was so small and had so few places to eat that the highway outside the Taco Bell eventually had to be closed because it was collapsing Jesus. from the cars lined oh up day and night to get into the Taco Bell. Wow. The road hadn't been w built to handle that kind of stress and it was literally falling apart. That's they crazy. had to close the road and repair it so that people could go to the Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. That was the thing. Uh, I remember my sophomore year when I moved back to Columbia for Mizzou, hence the t-shirt. <laughs> uh, my friends who were from small towns were like, we were all moving this house and like, all right, cool. And like, Hey, we're all going out to dinner. Come on, it's gonna be great. But there's this new place. My God, like, where are we going? They're like Chili's. They opened a Chili's in the in the Walmart parking lot. And I was like, what the? F I'm like, okay. Like I'm like, I come from Chicago. There's Chili's. I throw a rock. I had a Chili's. Yeah. We got there. Cars everywhere. Yeah. Lines at the door. Like a 45 minute wait for Chili's. I was like, what the oh fuck God. is going on? <laughs> what is uh, what is a mutual love like? Uh, the, the kind of enthusiasm people saw when they the Chili's. What's something both of you were just like ridiculously crazy about mm. that other people may not necessarily get? Nashville. Nashville. <laughs> I like that. I like that that came out in synchronicity. I mean, we, I mean, because it's like that's the first date. You know what I mean? Like the first date, we went to Hard Water. We had a whole bunch of drinks, way too many. Mm -hmm. Kissed way too early. Uh huh. It didn't touch our food because we, we couldn't stop talking to each other. And one of those things. And eventually, we she it came up Nashville. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'm, you know she, blah, blah. she knew I was a fan. I didn't. She's like, I'm a fan. I'm like, she's like, what did you think of the finale? And she started describing events. And I'm like. Wait, how do you watch Nashville? And she's like, well, we get it on demand through the, you know, through the, you know, yeah. like, I have great news for you. There is another season of Nashville you have missed. It was like, not in Canada. They hadn't given them season four or whatever. She only had seen through season <gasps> three. I so had a moment. We, it like, was an amazing moment leave. for me to go check and take her back to the apartment. <laughs> she got to meet Portillo. Nashville? Yeah, we sat on the couch. I have all these photos of us on the couch after too many drinks. And she's laying on me watching Nashville curl up with the dog. And it's like we've been dating for 10 years, yeah. not like we've been on our first one. Have either of you ever actually been to Nashville? Yes. No, okay, you well, it's, been there it's on the list. You've been there, Greg? Mm -hmm. when, did, when did you go? What did you do there? Uh, I went 
Uh, well, now nah, I guess it would have been two years ago. So I would have gone in 2015. To, uh, I was going to meet friends to see Mizzou play Vanderbilt. Oh, okay. But of course, Nashville, the show was already in full swing. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go early. I went by myself early and I went to the Bluebird and Charles uh, Esten, Chip from, or Chip, uh, but Deacon from the show. Yeah. He gave me a tour of the set and got to, I got to see them film and I got to meet Connie Britton. And I got to see also, I went to the Bluebird later on. It was amazing. That's, That's awesome. marvelous. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, guys yeah. got to go Lim together. I know, no, I know. Now I, I tell her all the time we got to get over there. Is Opryland still open? I'm trying to remember. Mm. I don't know. I didn't, I don't remember that being a thing. Anyway, yeah, Opryland, there was, you know, of course you have the Grand Ole Opry and all that, all the, the, the stuff that, that makes the town famous, but there used to be a little amusement park there called Opryland that I went to when I was a teenager. I wonder if it's still there. Mm. I don't know. Um, but I wonder about that too. Mm. Also, they have a building that looks like Batman. Oh, yep. I've um, seen that one. Yeah, 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 I like the Batman building. It's kind of cool. Yeah, the building looks like Batman. It's really strange. Um, but yeah, that's what makes it feel natural, I guess. It's just like there was no, I don't know. How would you describe it? You can't. I mean, that's the thing is, I mean, the way you describe it when you talk to people is every cliche they've ever heard. And I hate yeah. that because I yeah. remember being on the other side and being like, love at first sight's a weird concept or whatever but like it is so easy and you know and like all the things people say that i've i feel like i've known it forever and blah blah that's what it is you know i'm gonna I mean? i'm gonna paraphrase a smart person i used to know who said that cliches exist because they do mm. Mm. um you know yeah I, I get that the cliches can be frustrating and you want to find more original terms to express something and we want to be poetic not prosaic in life yeah. but sometimes the cliches there because it's the way things are sure mm. every now and then it's just a darn fairy tale yeah. and, and, uh, and it's that thing of like you know you, uh, she's the one for me and I'm the one for her and we both know that and, and our families were super quick to notice and like there was no acceptance <laughs> process or like yep yeah. all right you I've never seen you this happy <laughs> and that was the thing of like you know for me coming and meeting her family for the first time who barely speak English you know know that we're on this path to me taking her away from them and taking mm -hmm. her away from her country and putting you know the other side of the country or, or continent uh, I expected them to not be not not be like mean but like to be kind of and like no they've from the moment you know been awesome and they've been like amazing and so nice to me and tried to impress me and it's like no i'm trying to impress you idiots that's how this works that's, what, that's how this relationship goes what are you doing you know what i mean what's it like uh what was it like for you visiting canada when you would go up there i mean you've been there many times before but i'd never been to montreal you've never been there before no, really oh, montreal, i made an so, assumption yeah. there yeah, yeah, okay. yeah well you'd think so with ub and everything exactly, else being up there but yeah. it was always that thing that that would be a trip Marty would take or somebody else okay. I would take so it. The, so the first time you went to Montreal was yeah. to see yeah, this to little see lady. Yeah. What, what, uh, what was Montreal like for you? What was, what's different about Canada that, that struck you odd? Besides uh, the no right turns in Montreal. Ooh. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Or it's uh, no no tur no right turns on red, right? Oh, yeah. On the oh, yeah. Right. I did call it out. I did yeah? call it out. Okay. Traffic's bad up there. Yeah. She would say all the time, no, it's not. You're coming at a bad time. And then every other trip, the traffic would be bad. Because <laughs> there's <laughs> always road construction. Yeah. Always road work everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was, you know, Montreal's a great city. It took a while to grow me, but a f part of it was the weather when we first mm. started going up there and stuff like that. And then it was just like... San Francisco's so walkable, you know what yeah. I mean? And her place was just far enough from like the center, main center of downtown that like walking and when the weather was bad wasn't a thing. Okay. But getting down there was great. The people are all friendly, you know what I mean? Like I I appreciated the they speak English and will speak it to you, you know what I mean? But yeah. that was the thing of like going out to see her folks who live out in like, you know, the rural area of Quebec yeah. or whatever. That she had warned me the further we got from Montreal, the less and less English there would be. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense whatever." And then we got in the car and we were driving out there and we stopped for gas. And it was like, uh, I went in there and I got a cup of coffee and I got whatever and I put it down and she checks me out and she said something. And I was like, thank you. And she just went, uh, uh, welcome. <laughs> like, and you can see all the gears yeah. turning. I'm like, whoa, I was not expecting this curveball. And that yeah. was only an hour out. 
something like that. Yeah, yeah. Of oh, city. I, I did a wedding uh, for some actually some guests we had on the show a few months ago in Bromont, uh, about an oh, hour yeah? outside of Montreal, oh. and it was likewise. There was there was a a lot of French as you got out yeah. there, and it, and uh, I don't speak a word of the language, mm. uh, so it, it was. But fortunately, everybody was very kind and polite, and and uh, uh, generally speaking, just pretty wonderful. What about for you coming here? I mean, I came to San Francisco a lot for work already, so I knew the city and I have a lot of friends here. Mm-hmm. Um, the What was interesting was the Missouri trip yeah. when we went to Columbia. Oh, okay. Because I had never been to the Midwest. <laughs> but having spent quite a good chunk of my life in rural, rural Quebec, I kind of knew what was going on. And that's also something that struck you when you yeah. came to visit my parents is our the landscape is pretty much the same where my parents live and where he grew up. Well, not grew up, but went to college. Yeah. yeah. So it was interesting to meet the folks. And again, they were so nice. So nice. Mm. Everybody was so nice. And it was not immediate family. It was, well, it's, but they're my adoptive family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they were, everybody, everybody was so fantastic. And What's, I went to my first tailgate. Oh, your first tailgate? Yeah. Please college expand. football tailgate. Hell yeah. Ooh, everybody is so well organized. <laughs> Mizzou and who? Oh, I don't even remember. It was, it was uh, Kentucky. Was it Kentucky? Yeah, it was it homecoming? Okay. Was it homecoming? Yeah. Actually, yeah. playing like the worst team in the SEC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we were we're definitely on that list now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, no, I, I was struck by how well organized everybody was. People so. had TVs with satellite in their yeah. tents and flat American flags at the back of their pickup trucks, but really big flags. Is it poles. weird seeing really big flags? Is that a thing in Canada? No, no, we're like everybody's chill about it. Yeah, when I lived in Japan, I was, I was. That was one of the things that struck me. Was like there are no flags anywhere. No, it's ever. In, yeah, and I was, it was. I think the only place I ever saw a Japanese flag was outside the public library. Mm. Like that's the only place I remember seeing one. So that was kind of. What's um, what's weird about living in America? Uh, uh, oh, the, uh, <laughs> the whole politic situation. The whole political kind of, situation. Yeah, yeah. It's a, um, you, you don't have to keep in hearts. Okay, <laughs> we're not a, we're not a political show, but um, but we welcome all input from guests. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, if that's unusual for you, expound. Yeah. Um, I, I have so much to learn about the country itself and the mm-hmm. way the states work together uh, from a, an administrative standpoint that's entirely different from yeah. what's in Canada. So that's one part of everything I need to figure out. Um, everybody's really nice, mm-hmm. honestly. I've traveled a, a bit, quite a bit, uh, to Europe and Australia and Canada and here, and Americans are really nice. Oh, There is some obsession around security and stuff. like. Greg will. I mean, it's it's common sense you of lock locking the dog doors. And you lock the door. You're, you'll be back in five minutes. I lock the door when I leave her alone. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. If or I'm in a, a secured building. We are in mm-hmm. a secure building. If you want to get in, you know how things work, Jared. You know how that mm-hmm. is. It's not like. But, it's um, not like so it's that's like, a different. It's like Pentagon over here. Oh, oh no. my God. Like when yeah. we would leave her apartment in Montreal, <laughs> uh-huh. we'd walk out and be like, are you going to lock the door? And she's like, no, the, my roommate will be home in you know 30 minutes. I'm like, lock the goddamn door. Yeah, I never locked the place in Japan. That's no, thing. never. Yeah, never if you want to steal a car, you go in the rural Quebec and the keys will be in the ignition. Just sitting there. It's kind of marvelous. I remember uh, somebody told me a story once living in a little town in New England, mm-hmm. uh, not too far from the Canadian border. And uh, they mentioned that in the summer, it was the only time of year you had to lock your car in this little town. The rest of the year, everybody left their car unlocked. And my dad was always surprised when he heard that story. And he's like, oh, is that because the tourists were there? And you had to lock because it. And he's like, no, people would leave zucchini in your car. <laughs> 
And it's like, what? And he's like, well, everybody grows zucchini in the summer. We all grow it at the same time. We all grow way too much. We all get sick of eating it after a couple of weeks. But nobody can stand the thought of it just rotting and throwing it away. So we all try to give it to each other. But everybody grows it in their garden. So in the end, what happens is you sneak up to somebody's car on the street and you leave a big basket of zucchini with a card. So people will lock their car so you won't leave them zucchini. Oh, that's, that's awesome. hilarious. That's kind of a awesome. weird story. That's great. Uh, <laughs> Greg. Yeah. Pockets Full of Soups show about being thankful. Sure. About the people that we're thankful for. Um, what about Jen makes you thankful? What are you thankful for from her? What are you thankful to her for? Sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's love and perspective. You know what I mean? The fact of what we're talking about of like how this feels natural and how we knew this was different and how this, you know, everything is like, I've never been loved and appreciated the way she loves and appreciates me. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, t I try to do positive reinforcement all the time when she <laughs> strokes my hair, does this. And I'm just, and like, the texts are just like, you know, I can't, I'm like, this isn't, I always say these are amazing texts to wake up to. Cause this was always the thing, right? Is that she would go to bed. And so then I would text her all this nice stuff and then I would wake up and I'd have all those nice t texts back. But no one has ever made me feel as not important, but as appreciated mm -hmm. as special if that makes sense, uh, in my yeah. life, as she makes me feel. Appreciated is a powerful thing. Right, it? yeah, and that's the thing of, like, you know, no one's ever called me beautiful. You know what I mean? And, like, people call you handsome or whatever, but, I mean, I've never had a significant other tell me over and over again in that way. You know what I mean? Not to put anybody down or anything else like that. What's beautiful about him, Jen? Uh, the whole human being he is. Like, there's not one ounce of villainy in there. <laughs> I don't know. No, but it, it, he's... We're both super criers, by the way. I'm probably going to cry in this show. <laughs> no, he always puts himself forward, and he's always looking after others, and he's a very selfless human being. And I, I mean, I, I, just the way he is. He's a beautiful human being. That I, don't, I don't even know how to begin to describe. Like, When's the moment he's been there for you the most? Oh, my God. When I moved countries and a continent like across the continent um he's constantly supporting me and through the process which hasn't always been easy we had some rocky administrative parts for uh, the immigration process he's always been a rock you know he's never ever ooh, thanks for looking through my microphone. i was looking out for him. watch out for the mics watch out for everything. just saying as you move your head a little bit i don't want to do this um, kevin's not here to yell at us yeah no that's true he would have made eye contact with me huh <laughs> no, he um, sur like there was no pressure on his part doing this gigantic move and life change. Just support always and making me feel like just reinforcing the idea that it was the best thing that I've ever done. So, yeah. Yeah. What are you most thankful for about him or to him? He's the half of my being, mm -hmm. but in a non-intrusive way. Like I don't. I know we're both mutually kind of progressing together. It's not mm -hmm. somebody is dependent of the other and we're not feeding toxicity or any, like I've, I've had my share of bad relationships and every time I'm with him, it's just, Oh my God, you're way, you're beyond anything, anything good I could have expected in my life. You're just mind blowingly good and patient and nice and sweet and appreciative. And when it's super sad what I'm going to say, but when we started dating, <laughs> he's like, man, you're, you're, 
far because I came out of really bad relationships. He was, he said something that made me laugh. It's like, dude, your bar is so low. And he brought it up there. It's just like. And it's back to what we're talking about though, right? Of like, she would say these things and I'm like, this is just what human beings that aren't, don't, aren't even in love just appreciate each other do or yeah. talk to. And this is how you interact with people. Like that's how natural it is but like for her to be like oh i can't believe you're you know saying this or doing that i'm like what are you talking yeah. about like and they were not cr like critical self-esteem issues i have the biggest ego of all times <laughs> it's just i'm so used to human toxicity and just bad reflexes in society like people aren't are afraid of opening up, up opening up to others or supporting others so everybody's always super defensive mm -hmm. and with him we it was automatically hey no we're here for each other constantly and there's no that that's what terrified me when i started dating him he he never held back on anything hmm. and he was mm -hmm. an open book and i thought that was the scariest thing i'd ever seen the terrifying uh, that's interesting. Terrifying because yeah. of the openness. Because he was a hundred percent vulnerable. Is there? Are you finding joy in the discomfort? It's life changing. <laughs> You're over it now, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. I feel but like it took me some time. No, to be sure. Like, I remember those text messages where I was just like, I don't yeah. understand why you would feel this way. Because I was terrified know. of hurting you. Sure. Yeah. So because mm. I yeah. Fascinating. And that was there was the the trip to Chicago was the one where that was you know. We had done our first date, then you know, like a week together or whatever, and then she left, and it was a whole, we're not gonna be in a long distance thing. We started talking, we're clearly in a long distance thing. And I was like, you know, four days in, I'm like, I will fly to you now. You yeah. know what I mean? I was cut, and she's like, no, you can't do that. Like, we have to, you know, we're, that's crazy. And we're, but it feels right, but I, it doesn't feel right. And like, it would be that back and forth in her own head and her own text messages about it. And it was the thing of like, what if we did this trip to Chicago? Okay, we started planning the trip to Chicago. We're gonna pick this weekend, blah, blah. And then she just did one. She was just like, I was like literally hovering on the, the buy button. She's like, don't do it. Like, I don't wanna do this and have you, have me tomorrow get cold feet and tell you not to come and this us get mad at each other, blah, blah, blah. And I wrote a text message that was, uh, this trip's happening. Like, this is going to really happen. Like, it's going to happen on this weekend. We're gonna see each other. And then I screen capped it and then I deleted the text. I'm like, remind me in Chicago to show you my text. <laughs> and sure enough, when we were there later, I was like, you see, like, I knew this was gonna happen. I don't understand why you were so worried about yeah. it, but it's that you've been burned before in a way that I hadn't been. Yeah. What about, um, what about Jen makes you laugh? <laughs> I mean, for me, it's definitely the accent. You know what <laughs> I mean? It is definitely like I have a, on my phone a list of words she says funny, and she just did one of them there that isn't even on the list. But she, I love the fact, and I know she's <laughs> gonna lose it, so I try to embrace it every day. But she says of all times, she she pluralizes time and I all can't time, get rid and of I it. love it. I love it so much. And I'm, is is time a plural in French? I don't know. Yes, it is okay. actually. Mm -hmm. No, that it makes, is. It makes sense. De tous les temps. Yeah. 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 Well, it makes sense. I yeah. mean, times are things that happen over like over yeah. a long period it's not like one big thing yeah, so that makes exactly. sense actually breaking out the list here <laughs> okay wait. let's hear a few others we gotta hear yeah. i got too many things your gen talks funny there we go okay so i haven't gone through these in a while saf re for safari safari okay. in Saf french okay. uh cab annas for cabanas cabano in french okay pencil van yeah yeah this one i can't explain Pennsylvania. Oh, for Pennsylvania. For Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay. This mm -hmm. is now we get into the really good one. Uh, butchard for butchered. Butchard. Mm. I, I kind of like butchard. Yeah, that's, butch that's butchard's kinda, pretty good. Do you mind saying butchard? We were talking about butt stuff earlier. Uh, butchard. Butchard. You're, you're butchered? butchered. Yeah, yeah butchered. Very good. There <laughs> and then the best one of all time, of course, is tit anus. <laughs> what do you think she's trying to say when she says tit anus? 
I can give it to you in context if you want, but I'll give it away. I, I'd love to hear it. Uh, did you get your tit anus shot? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's... In French, it's tit anus. So I'm like, do you have to say the full word too? Why would you put the word anus in there if you're not going to say it? And then, That's kind of fantastic. Jen, would you like to tell the story about the time you rolled into the party with your pussy? <laughs> I think we're going to have to hear this one, if that's yeah, all right. Um, it was at PS6 two years ago, and I was with Marty Sliva. Um, and we were going to head to that party later, I think. And I said something. Just like a side note, I learned English written first. Sure. So pronunciation is the bane of my existence. And I said, yeah, sure. No, it's, it's going to be great. I'm going to roll in with my pussy. And he's like, Jen, I don't think that's what you meant. And I'm like, well, pussy, pussy, pussy. Well, how'd you say it? It's like, posse. That's so good. And I'm like, well, there, there's an O in there and an E. It's pussy. He's like, no, it's not. She gets so mad when she thank, says a word wrong. Thank you for that. <laughs> I needed that in my life. Oh. Uh, she says a word wrong and then she's like, well, what? Well, you're yeah. ignoring all these other letters in it. And I'm like, that's just how we do it. Oh. That's kind of a fantastic thing. So, Here's your chance for vengeance before you make the hard left uh, turn. What about him? Makes you laugh. This is your chance to embarrass him. <laughs> I mean, you have plenty of chances to embarrass him publicly, but never in front of this particular audience. So, you know. Oh, my God. He's so loud. <laughs> but in, <laughs> in any and every sense of the, the word, like we went, <laughs> we went on a wine tour <laughs> in Napa. And <laughs> I think it was on the second wine The second wine Yeah. Um, he disappeared to go to the bathroom and I went after unrelated I had to go <laughs> and I was waiting outside of the women's bathroom uh, and I heard some very very lewd sounds in so so loud in all ways. And I told you, man. Are we back to butt stuff? Yeah. It, what it was was she but was... I recognized him, and it made me laugh so much. No, I'll tell you from my perspective what it is. He, is has, that... a, he has a distinctive bathroom sound? Well, again, I'm loud in every way. So she's outside the women's room, and she hears this, women, this woman tearing it up in there, just farting around or whatever. And she's like, man, so bad for that woman or whatever. And then she heard the toilet flush and heard the... Of me blowing my nose. nose. And as soon as I finish blowing my nose, I hear her uproarious <laughs> laughter in the hallway, unable to breathe. And I open the door and she's just like, It, it was you. It was uh, you. You monster. <laughs> you monster. And you married him anyway. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. No, what I find funny about him is that it's this kind of thing where we, we can just, you know, do and laugh about anything. Yeah. There's nothing that's off, off limits. It's just. No, it's it's lovely. It's beautiful. It's kind of amazing. Um, my favorite, my my favorite is I'm a loud guy. You know what I mean. So you, obviously, oftentimes she's told me use your inside voice, Jared. I shit you not. There are times when we're at restaurants or walking around where she'll go, honey, use your inside face, because my face alone is too loud. You do have a loud face. I do. Let's be fair. Show show us your outside face. Show us your inside face. Even my eyes are too wide on the inside <laughs> face, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's because I'm Canadian. Never we're, play poker. No. <laughs> we're super quiet people. We were waiting for the metro in Montreal. I was gonna, this is going to be the next story I went to, yeah. And the train arrived, and he started yelling, the the, the trains have wheels, Jen. And I'm like, shh, you just startled this woman. <laughs> the trains there, they have, like, you know, bus wheels on them. They look like they could be buses, but they're undergone on, on the track or whatever. The trains like, have wheels? I was like, baby, that train's got a wheel. It looks like a bus. And she's like, shh, shh, shh. And she, like, like, she goes, oh. you're scaring the Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> so, but is the embarrassment a joy most of the time? Mm. Or I love it. Yeah, it's just I'm not used to it, 
a hundred especially now i am now that we live sure. together but when we saw each other once a month <laughs> it took a little bit of readjustment every time <laughs> I, I love this man, but he's a colossally embarrassing human being. It's to amazing. Be around. It's part of the joy. I love I mean, it, and that's... I can't wait to put our kids to shame. Oh, oh my god, we're destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea. But what if they have your combined powers and they oh. outwit you? Well, that comes though from years of seasoning, and we're going to season <laughs> okay, these kids. Okay, you're going to teach train oh, them. You're going to train them up. Oh yeah, you got to train them up here. All right, that, that's that's good to know. <laughs> We're going to make that left turn here uh, to Instant Noodles. Um, but before we do that, I want to thank our Patreon producers, Nick Rie and Robert Nieder, whose generous support makes the show possible. And thanks to all of you who support us on Patreon, everyone who subscribes, those who are part of the Pockets Full Soup Facebook group, at all, etc. You guys have heard this before. If you want to support us on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash Jared Petty. And uh, we always welcome money. So uh, feel free to. Um, now we're going to make the uh, kind of quick left turn here out of the main discussion and into the world of instant noodles. Silly questions about silly things. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, Greg's answered some of these before, but some of them he has it. And Jen, you're, you're, you're wide open for these. So. I'm a blank slate. All right. You guys ready for silly questions? <laughs> sure. All right. Everybody jump in. Number one, this is uh, my favorite community question still. What is best sandwich? That's the grammar. What is best sandwich? Ooh, don't say Jimmy John's. Oh, I'm not going to say Jimmy John's. <sighs> Uh, 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 I like banh mi's a lot. You like what? Banh mi's? I don't know that. They're a Vietnamese sandwich? Maybe oh, I'm... Oh, oh, this, okay. I didn't know what those were called. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Banh mi's. I guess maybe I'm I think it. No, I think it's just my ignorance okay. actually shining through. Okay. Uh, describe these for people who haven't had them. It's like a little pocket of fun. It's like a mini <laughs> baguette. And then there is usually pork and cabbage and a really tasty sauce in there. Kind of fantastic. What's your favorite one in the city? Oh, I've, I need to find one in San Francisco. Oh, I haven't found one here yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you eating a dinosaur down the street? Oh, yeah, the we one over there? there? Yeah. 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 I, I haven't tried there. Okay. Do you have Benmi's? I don't know. Mm -hmm. What about you, Miller? You, this one you didn't answer. I didn't do this one? Yeah, uh, I didn't do this good. one. I was, I was afraid I would contradict myself. Which, hey, it's the uh, Portillo's Italian beef, mm -hmm. hot peppers, mozzarella cheese on there. That's what you got to get. That is a really good sandwich. Yeah. I have had that sandwich. Oh yeah. I mean, anything Portillo's is kind of fun. sure. Of course. That's the thing. I didn't want to go down the. I don't want to argue about our hot dog sandwiches. Dictionary no, defines they no. are, but they're not. That's no. Not pockets full of soup. We're a non-confrontational program. Okay. You could, you, we're, we're open to all interpretations. I could have said pizza and walked away. <laughs> you could have. Absolutely could have. I am curious uh, for you as a follow-up. What is the best item on the Portillo's menu? I mean, it's got to be the hot dog. Is right? it the dog? Yeah, yeah, what you're going for. I mean, that's what it's all founded on. Okay. That's what it's got to be. Yeah. I love everything I had there, and I think I'd go with the dog too. But yeah. I just wondered where you'd be with that. Uh, favorite flavor ice cream? A lot of these are food oriented. What's the word in English? The green one that's a nut? Pistachio. 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 What's mm -hmm. the uh, French word for pistachio? Pistachio. <laughs> I don't know. But I <laughs> this is the other thing with these French words all the time. It's like, ah, but what is it? Pistachio. I'm, like, pistachio. I'm always <laughs> expecting it to be a really weird word in English. And it's never a yeah. weird word. So I just resorted to speaking French to him. When I can't figure out a word, I just say it in French. I usually okay. get there. I usually get yeah. there. So that, that leads perfectly into the next question. I'm going to ask, what is your favorite word? French or English? Well, that you get both. So let's start with French. What is your favorite um, word in French? Your hmm, I never thought of that in French. In English, it's moist. Moist? Because <laughs> people hate that word so bad. Well, like they hate to have it said around them? Have you had negative reactions to moist? Oh, yeah. Haven't well, you? I... I I can't think of any. Mm. Moist is one of those words, yeah, people just don't like. You yeah. really? They'll have a whole little What is it about fit. moist, do you think? I guess it's uh, the, the they remember bad situations. Do you have a moist, moist story? 
No. No? Do you have a moist I, toilet? Well, I, I mean, I read a lot of erotic fiction, so like I like <laughs> moist means a lot of good things to me. Okay, so yeah. actually you have a positive connotation. Exactly. Okay, right. I do. Who's oh, your yeah. favorite erotic fiction writer, Craig? Oh, no, I don't know. Some <laughs> internet person. I'm not paying for it. Oh, okay. I'm right. interested in this KFC erotic fiction book. You seen this thing? Okay, what, what's this? No, KFC no. for Mother's Day is putting out a uh, a romance novel. Oh, about, the one that Kristen told us to read. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's this woman falling in love with the colonel or some shit. No, I hadn't heard about yeah. this. I doubt it's erotic, but I mean, it is a romance novel. I definitely need to see it. I think mean, you can pick it up for free offline I'm right now. Okay, so it's a romance novel, but not actually erotic fiction. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking, like, like what's the thing on Amazon? Moan for Bigfoot? Um, oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, that's that's one I've heard about recently. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, okay. But uh, never. Wow. I mean, you know, the Colonel, he's kind of cute. I oh, yeah, that. totally. Yeah, totally. It's got, it's Plus he's got, got all the Southern yep. charm. Yeah. yeah, I read a Paul Harvey story once where he said that Colonel Sanders actually considered kidnapping his own child at one point in his life uh, when things almost bottomed out. Huh. Um, because he was uh, to get like a ransom money. No, no, because uh, he was having a, a difficulty in his oh. relationship and uh, things. He just got kind of desperate, mm. and that it again. I'm, this is quoting an old Paul Harvey book, so I could be wrong about this. But apparently, like the next day, the relationship reconciled. Like it was kind of oh, like this turning thing in his life. Yeah, thank goodness. So yeah, apparently he failed at almost anything he ever did until he was oh. in his sixties. Wow. Like nothing worked. He never gave up. That's a yeah. good story. Just kept going. And then he's made pretty good chicken. Yeah, I, I, I will not turn down some KFC. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's something special to it. Get in the bucket. It's kind of good. You get that yeah. bucket. Mm. Mm-hmm. KFC made me the man yeah, I Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's the problem. Uh, what about uh, French word? I was trying to think of one. Uh, Les enfants terribles. No. What's your favorite French word, Miller? Les enfants terribles. <laughs> that's not a word. No, that's multiple like words. No, that's not a word either. That's mm. multiple things. Well, what's close enough? You don't speak the language, so what's what is it? Tabernacle. <laughs> what's that? What? what it's what? a curse word in Quebecois. Tabernacle. Oh, what's it mean? Uh, fuck. It's a tabernacle. Because well, the curse part of it is yeah. oh tabernacle, yeah. and it's like it's, fuck. So interesting story. All mm-hmm. Quebec curse words are terms you can find in a church, like furniture, items. Isn't Chavis one? Interesting. Yeah. Is it meant to be blasphemy? Is that the idea? Yes. Okay. Because so there was a huge exodus of people just removing religion from their lives mm-hmm. in the 70s because okay. after the war, long story short, uh, the church was very, very present in the families and pushing people to have families of 10, 12. And all those people who grew up under the pressure of the church kind of rebuilt. No kidding. Mm-hmm. And so, so, the, so yeah. the tabernacle became a... Profanity. Yeah, uh, not only that, but uh, chalice is also one. The Christ is also one. The uh, thing you eat is also Eucharist. one. Yeah. That is intriguing. This is particular to French Canada. Take yeah. it back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's absolutely fascinating history. You learn something on Pockets Full of Soup. <laughs> yeah, you do. You learn a lot on Pockets Full of Soup. That's right. Um, so that's your favorite? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's the most terrifying creature in the natural world, Jen? Animal or human or bugs? Either human. <laughs> animal very human specific bu- human. Great question. Animal or human or bugs? Wow, that's 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 the most Starship Trooper like answer ever. That's great. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, 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 there is nothing that I I grew up playing in the dirt and catching like small bugs and small birds and just it was a outdoorsy kid. So I'm not afraid of bugs or okay. animals. Um, I hate mascots. Mascots? Oh. Like like college oh. mascots? Pro sports any, mascots? Any, anything that's wearing a suit and I can't see their faces. Have what? you ever been to Japan? That's that's kind of scaring me. That yeah. part. That's that's a part of life in Japan. 
is is the mascot. Miller. Yeah. Other Miller. <laughs> You're probably, so you both got an answer to that now. Look yeah, at that. I wonder yeah. that, that How do we test. differentiate each other? I know. <laughs> what's uh, what's the best button to press? The X button. The cross button. The cross button. That's your yeah. favorite? Oh yeah, yeah. Come on. Is that really it means accept? Yeah, of course it means accept. Well, here it does. Does here? What if, you're, what if what if you're overseas? And then I have to hit circle. But you understand that I understand the difference. <laughs> I do understand. And that PlayStation cross button. Man, that's what it's all about. It's been you're all about forever. that X. Yeah, okay. exactly. So that's your favorite one of all time. Yeah, that's cool. Does it feel better than the other three around it? I think it's more use than everything, right? Like that's it's it is that definitive default button of what you need to hit all the time. Yeah, it like is it. the PlayStation equivalent of the big red Atari button. I mean, like think about that, how great it felt in like Metal Gear on PlayStation One to take like the chapstick and rub it across so you didn't submit and stuff. Like where, how, the pride I had in that I wore down the X button. Stuff Just like, like wear down the edge. What about you? Uh, the submit button on a game when you publish a game. Mm. Oh, wow. That that's is a, that's a good answer. Yeah. That's a good answer. But, but that's my entire career of like releasing a game is just the most exhilarating feeling that ever. That amazing. Well, that, that's a really cool answer. I like both of those a lot. Kevin's peeking around the corner here. Is this that? What's that? Oh, thank oh. You. <laughs> we kind of do. We're nice to Kevin on this show. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. There we go. No, that's okay. Has he been on the show yet? Huh? No, we keep asking him to come on. You should do Kevin. it. Kevin. recently figured out what I was going to do. He recently figured yeah. out what okay, he was going to do. Okay, good. People of the internet, nag Kevin and get him on Pockets Full of Soup. Please, we've got to make this happen. <laughs> and now he runs away. What's the first word you think of when you hear the sound of your own voice? Because, <laughs> I, again, I said, I mentioned earlier, I'm uh, behind, uh, I'm not, I'm behind the camera usually, I'm not in front of it. So whenever I hear my, I, when my devs can't do interviews, I do them, but I'm a fallback person because yeah. I plan, I write the the key messaging and I plan the interviews so I know everything that's going on. And I'm a part, well, I used to be a part of the dev team. Now I'm unemployed uh, <laughs> for temp um, temporary period. Um, because that's what the government demands. Yeah, I can't work. To be clear. In America. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You have to wait a while? I need I need to apply for a work authorization and then okay, wait so for it. Just a so it's a forced process. vacation. Yeah. So um, a forced unpaid vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not, it's, yeah, I would never have taken this long off ever so it's weird but yeah it's uh i never i never get used to hearing my voice there are a few inter interviews out there uh about my the games i launched and i never go back to watch them i might not watch this show <laughs> oh i hope no, you I do will. i will i hope you do i will i like i like what this is a what this is about yeah what's happening being thankful yeah yeah greg if you could be an animal yeah. what would you be wiener dog that's it. Yeah, it's right there. Come wiener on. Dog? Now. I mean, a well taken care of wiener dog. Of course, but that's but. what you'd rather be than any You would actually like to inhabit the life of a wiener dog. Everyone's always like, oh, I want to be a lion or a bird or something. You know, you got a million problems. Wiener dogs, they don't got no problems. You know, your back's going to get hurt at some point because you're stupid. What if you're a prehistoric wiener dog? That's not what I, you know, that's not what I'm mean. Don't, don't try to Aladdin genie me here. No, all right? Where I, like, oh, you get your wish, but you're a wiener dog. In no, I'm just curious, would, you, would you be okay with being a wild wiener dog or do you want to live the life of domestic? Now, I would dog? love to see wild wiener dogs. That is a dream to see yeah. just a pack, a herd of wiener dogs running through a field. And I, we kind of got it in the, the, I don't, don't bother linking me to the video, the Super Bowl commercial for Heinz ketchup and mustard. I don't remember this. But I mean, I would just to see them out there doing their thing. No, I'd want to be domestic. You'd want to be domestic. domestic. Okay, yeah. domestic wiener dog. Yeah. Sounds, like a, sounds like a good life. What about you, Jen? Oh, you called me out on it, but I would like to be a bear. Ooh, it's yeah. like you're a bear. Why a bear? Uh, just because they sleep and eat all the time. That's a good life. Mm. But they they also have a, city, a shitty kind of 
you know, environment right now in habitat. So yeah, the bears are having a rough time right now in yeah. a lot of places. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. do you like sleeping and eating? Is that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Those, are those the best things in life? Yeah. But I never do it because I'm a workaholic. Except now. Which say, I, what time did you get up yesterday? <laughs> noon. <laughs> Yeah, and I stayed in bed all day today. But it, it's the first time I get to live my bear side. <laughs> uh, I never experienced this before. I might maul somebody when I maim maul. With maul, both yeah. Work, both yeah. Okay. yeah, maul is actually really mm. good. So there's a there's a question they ask in Conan the Barbarian. He he answers it correctly according to his his like king, but somebody says, "What is best in life?" And Conan says, "To crush your enemies, see them driven before mm. you, hear the lamentation of their women." That's Conan's answer. Yeah. Conan, kind of kind of a jerk, but that's his answer. If I say to you, what is best in life, and it's three things, and you have to give the Conan oh answer. Oh, my gosh. I'm curious. What, uh, what is best in life? Food. Food. People. People. Greg Miller. Greg Miller. Greg? Games, wings, and love. Games, wings, and love. You <laughs> yeah. got a prepackaged answer there. I already. didn't. I just thought it through. That's <laughs> beautiful. So that's lovely. Last one, and Greg's already answered this one, so Jen, this is for you. Street for me. Cake or pie? Oh, I hate making pie crust. Like I bake and I cook a lot. Oh, you're a baker. Oh, I make I bake a lot of bread. Pie crust, I leave that to my sister. She's the best. I just I mess it up constantly. Cakes, I will make them, but I won't eat them because I don't have a sweet tooth. Okay. So you present me with both options. I'm gonna be like, eh, probably cake. Probably but cake. I'm gonna have two bites. You're gonna have two bites, and that's gonna be <laughs> yeah. that. All right, then pie because you don't want to fool with making it. Yeah, and I'm gonna eat it and be like, I know how much effort you take, you stupid pie crust. Yeah, the very fact that you bake, like, I don't think, I don't believe you because I don't believe any people mm. actually bake because baking is impossible. Mm. Uh, it's 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 amazing that things are ever baked by anyone. It's, we'll it's invite like an you over. Science. I can teach you how to bake bread. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a really easy recipe. I am. It's a date. We're going to bake bread together. Awesome. I am so up for that. <laughs> I will show off my bread on Pockets Full of Soup when it's done. That makes me happy. Oh, good. I'm going to make bread. Guys, thank you for coming on. Thank you for talking about one another and what you're thankful for. Thank you for doing this. Greg, yeah. thank you for, you know, launching uh, launching my career doing this uh, in, in a couple of places now. Um, thank you so much for that. You Again, did it all yourself. Don't very worry thankful for it. That's completely untrue. Um <laughs> Jen, this is the first day we've ever sat down and talked, and I'm really happy about it. Thank you for being so willing to make my silly show the first time we meet and to be willing to come on here and just do this. That's awesome. That's all I, I've known you about so far, <laughs> so it's very on brand for you. <laughs> well, thank you. It's kind of you. Guys, if uh, if you want to write to us and tell us the stories about the people, the places, the things you're thankful for, that's mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com. Mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com. Let us know. And... Uh, Thank you so much for watching, listening at all, etc. cetera. Uh, if you've already found love, good for you. If you haven't, these guys give us all hope. Uh, so pretty Hi. great. So us, the Millers. Um, <laughs> yeah. Bless both of you, Millers. Uh, and you. two centuries of happiness for both of you. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs>